I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. A Paolo Diggio. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. Good evening, everyone. You are listening to More Than Just a Podcast podcast. Uh, I'm George. I'm with Sean in the studio. Hello. Hi, Sean in the yeah. studio. Last of the year, episode 15. Last, last one. Last of 2012. This is our Christmas special then, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We're not we're, going to Nando's really for our Christmas really party done. then, like we did last year. Oh, well, we don't have a chance. No. Maybe next uh, year. And I'm with John in the studio. Hi, John, with his glass of wine. Hello. It's Christmas special. Yeah. yeah. Christmas spirit. Absolutely. There's no Reese tonight. Reese has the norovirus. Yeah, we don't want to go into details. I'm sure our listeners probably know the details. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's talk about the game of the weekend, which yeah. was pretty Sorry rubbish. we're late, by the way, in yeah, the week. Yeah, sorry, everyone. There's a lot of excuses which we won't go into. But if you go to oh our no, Facebook let's go, group... Let's go South West Trains right. is one of the major... South West yeah. Trains was the major one last night. Yeah. Um, well, Monday. Monday, you were Monday at your Christmas, Christmas party. Monday was my Christmas party, work Christmas party. And I was at a Chris Dingle for my daughter and so on and so forth. That's an Aladisogram yeah. booking. Tuesday... Tuesday was Southwest Trains. And I was at the SAP Christmas party and you were caught on trains. Yes. You were going to come anyway, weren't you, after, apparently? Yeah, I was. And John wasn't feeling very well. I was all right. Are we? That's what you And, and uh, family babies as well. Oh, and, and Reese was training. Oh yeah, and there's and been my a brother birth had a baby. And your brother had a baby. There that you go. Family. So that there you go. Let's get on. <laughs> so let's talk about the weekend game. Uh, West Brom on Sunday, West four Brom. o'clock. What the a rubbish game! Absolutely rubbish game. I fell asleep watching the second half. Actually, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's because you didn't get into five o'clock in the morning. Probably, <laughs> yeah, four, that's, four. That's oh, got that's, that's got more to do with it, I think. But I also had a lion, and I was all right. Oh. And I'd been up and about. Had you? So lovely. I hate to tell say I told you so, but I told you so. If you look at my prediction last week, you said I said draw. So did Reece, actually. Bore draw, and and the first half went exactly the way I thought it would go, and yeah, exactly making ourselves very difficult. The boys in defence did outstanding, but the second half, and I'm surprised you to say you got bored in the second half. I thought it was a lot more exciting, 
And Carlton Cole had another good game. I thought Mark Noble had the worst game I've seen him play all season. Really? Yeah. Ever. And Nolan, I thought, had a poor game. Obviously, we're missing the army. Uh, Gary O'Neill is a poor imitation of a premiership footballer, in my view. He's, I think um, he's all right. I think he's okay. I disagree with you there, Sean. Uh, I but right. I don't think he's anything to replace the army or any of the others. I he just may think not be the army, he's not meant but to be, is he? All right. Well, I just—that's my view, guys. Um, that's a that's wrong view. And and but you know, outstanding Winston Reid, one of the best performances I've ever seen him play this season. And James Collins, not too far behind. You know, they were a tower of strength in the in the centre of defence. Well, I think I think it was a poor game, but. You know, we come away with a point away at West Brom, who have been flying. No, I'm, I'm not and, criticising you know, the result. In the I'm scheme of things, it's, you know, we, we've got to be pleased with it all. We just yeah. can't complain. It was for them to win, wasn't it? Yeah. They're at home. We are down. For them to we win. A point. Respect the point, as Sam would say. And I think if anyone had offered you a point at the beginning, you'd say, I take you that. Know, you'd look at the players that we are missing. And, I mean, you've got, you just can't forget the fact that we have just been promoted we are a promoted team when they're talking last night was it last night or was it the Reading game and that you just you know, they're talking about Monday night they were flying above us and look yeah. where we are look where they are but two points they'd lost their last three games which is I think why people thought we might do a little bit better but they've got their injuries too and I think one of the stats from the game is we only named six of our seven substitutes which people were saying is a bit of a first. When was the I last time we didn't name a full I seven substitutes? I think that substitutes? was a little message by Sam. Do you think so? Yeah, because yeah, he could have bought one of the kids back. Yeah, exactly. He? he was just saying, I need more players. Yeah, Let me have some money in general. I did like David Gold's answer. Did you see someone asked how many players would Sam like to bring in in January? And David Gold <laughs> answered about 50, which I thought was... Uh, was that like a question from David Gold? Yeah, it was. We should do a segment. Like what, what called uh, David Gold question, uh, time. question Time? That's a good idea. We might do that next season. Good idea, John. Cheers, mate. You're so clever. Mm. But there's not really much to talk about left on that game. Yeah, really. we got Fan of the Week. He was there, so he can tell yeah, us. Yeah, okay. Fan of the Week. Let's do should some we go stats. To do you want to do some stats, really? Well, I, I just thought it was interesting. So 51-49% possession in their favour. Uh, we had 10 shots with two on target. They had 19 shots with 10 on target. Very so similar to Liverpool and a lot of the other games we've been playing late. But again... Winston the Reed, James Collins, top two players in the player ratings as you see voted and by Sam, yeah, readers well of see, Ian I, Dale. I, looking at that now for the first time, I see Matt Jarvis is the bottom of the... And he he's someone who's still a need convincing on. But I thought that was unfair of Matt Jarvis. You know, he was still whipping them in. And this is why, and I'm, I'm not being unfair to Mark Noble, because I thought he's he's done tremendously this season. I just think he had an off game at the Hawthorns. I hope that Matt Jarvis is settling in still, and he's going to come good and light our team up. He has his patches, doesn't he? He does, but was it the other game or the other week where he was getting absolutely ruined by Glenn Johnson? Yeah, but then he ruined Glenn Johnson for only a, a couple time. of times. He didn't particularly So what do we him. make of Mega? Because Mega... I don't know. He hasn't impressed me very much. I, I read somewhere that he's been touted as a make-weight for another cell in France with somebody. Ramey. Loic Ramey. Was it? He hasn't impressed me. He'd be me. A, a good signing if we got him, but we won't get him. He's yeah. supposed to be going to Arsenal or Newcastle. Well, I heard he hasn't scored all season. 
and he's got no confidence at the moment. He sounds like our kind of signing. <laughs> and James Tompkins. What about him? He's getting played out of position all the time. Yeah. It's not his position, is it? It's someone will probably come in for him in probably Tottenham. Probably come in for him in January and nick him. It's difficult because Reed and Collins are having such a good partnership in that centre of defence. It's a difficult decision for Sam, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Well, what would you say? Would you? Would you? Who would Colin, you take Collins, away? Collins is inconsistent. Collins isn't the same player that left us. So you would take Collins out I would after the game he had against in against West Brom and put Tompkins in. I would give Tompkins a little run in front of Collins. You want consistency. So let's listen to what Joe DC, our fan of the week, had to say about the West Brom game and others, as as the fan of the week does. Uh, this is Joe, our fan of the week this week. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. He's fan of the week. It's Joe DC. Hi, Joe. Hello, you all right? Yeah, not too bad. I know it's taken a while to get this this interview together. Um, yeah. So you volunteered to be our fan of the week, and I believe you yeah. went went to West Brom. I did, yeah. Yeah. So we, we will talk about that in a minute. Before we talk about that, we ask every fan the same question. We often get the same answer. Why okay. are you a West Ham fan? Um, well. My dad was a West Ham fan, so he just sort of raised me up to be a West Ham fan. So through that, really, he was a West Ham fan because of, I think, I think it was because when he was growing up, I think it, West Ham were like kind of successful then. So I think that's the reason why. And then he just sort of brainwashed me to be a West Ham fan. Yeah. So he was a glory hunter, and you've had to then yeah. carry on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that happened in the sixties a lot. Well, good yeah. enough reason. And how often? Are you season ticket holder or are you... you yeah, yeah, any games? I am, yeah. And where yeah, do you sit? Season uh, in the Trevor Brook in Lower. Oh, right. Obviously not far away from us because we're in Trevor Brook in Lower, so we're after meet oh, up right, for yeah. a beer sometime. Yeah. So, let's talk about the game. You made the journey. I don't know how many miles it was, but, but tell us about your day and, and, you know, tell us about what you thought of the game when you were there. Um, well, I got the train from Euston to Birmingham New Street at about... I think it was half ten, and then so we were in Birmingham for half twelve, and then we waited at Birmingham for a bit before we got the train to the Hawthorns. Then by the time we got there, there wasn't really sort of much time to do anything, so we went and got something to eat, and then just made our way to the ground. And then when we was in the ground, we got in the ground must have been for about I don't know about quarter past three, twenty past three. So we just took our seats and then waited for kick off, and then once the game started. That was when the entertainment sort of ended, to be fair. Yeah. Well, everybody says they're a family club and they make away fans welcome. Is that your um, experience? Yeah, yeah, most definitely, yeah. Most definitely. And 2,000 fans, if I'm in right, in, were reported to going there. They seemed in good voice. You could hear them on the telly and I've watched it on YouTube. Yeah. So tell us about the game. What, what went right? What went wrong? Um, I think what went wrong is that... We didn't seem to sort of have much flair in the team or much creativity because obviously we got lots of injuries and that. But defensively, we looked good. I thought going to West Brom and keeping a clean sheet, so I think that's that's a positive. But again, the negative is that it's not really our fault, but we have lots of injuries, so it's it's it sort of looks quite hard to create chances and score. Yeah, so it's usually about midfield. Uh, Momo de Army, when he's not around, we don't play very well. So two questions I'll ask you. Gary O'Neill came in. What, what, what's your, what's yep. your view on Gary O'Neill? Um, uh, I think he's a he's a tidy player. He's never going to sort of win a game, but I don't think he's ever sort of going to do anything wrong. He's like he's not the player you'd look to if you need a goal. But again, maybe to shore something up, he's the type of guy you bring on. Sort of 
trustworthy, I reckon. Yeah. And how yeah. about um, the other two? So, in, in my view, my own personal view, watching the game, Noble didn't have a very good game. One of his poorer no, games this season. Yeah. And Nolan sort of didn't really turn up. What was your view in the rest of midfield? Um, I, I, I just thought the whole... I, I thought the whole game was pretty lacklustre to be honest there weren't sort of anything to it so as you said Noble did play bad and Nolan, did, Nolan was a bit ineffective but no one sort of stood out to be much worse than the other before. I, thought, I just thought everyone was poor and no one seemed to sort of have much interest in it to be honest yeah so we get to the end of the game I was quite happy with a point I'll be honest with you I thought, yeah, same you know, I'd have been off at a point before I'd have taken that definitely yeah top six you know they hit the woodwork about three times you know, uh, I thought, you know, Tom, uh, sorry, Reed and, and Collins had, had a terrific game, and it was for them to win, not the other way around. I, I heard, again, watch a little YouTube clip at the end, at the end, the final whistle, all the West Ham singers, is there a fire drill as, as the West Brom fans left in their droves? What, what was the feeling after the game? Were, were people happy with the point? Um, I think, yeah, people were happy with the point, especially sort of considering the way they played and the amount of times they hit the bar. I thought if they lost, people wouldn't have been sort of too upset because people would have almost thought, oh, well, we deserve to lose. So, yeah, I think a point, a point is definitely a point gained rather than two points dropped. I definitely yeah. think that's the case. Who's, who's your standout player this season? Um, my favourite player has always been Noel, but you have to say the standout player has been Diarmay just because obviously one of the reasons is how he came on a free. And I, I, I don't really think there was much hype about him in the summer, but I think the way he's came in sort of been the hammer of the year already. I think it sort of really stands out. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I met the army tonight. I've just come back from the, the, the supporters' advisory board party in Diarmi. I said to him, "You'll be hammer of the year. You've got to stay after January just to get hammer of the year and be like um, Bobby Moore and everything." He <laughs> what did he so say? He just smirked. <laughs> it, Ricardo Vazte did all the talking for him, uh, and, and I'll oh, talk uh. about that later on the podcast. So moving on, this is probably the last time we're going to ask Fan of the Week because I think we're moving on on the Olympic Stadium. But where, where do you sit? You're a season ticket holder. Um, you know, some rumours about the, the plans have been released. Well, not rumours. It's been said, you know, there's a retractable seating, there's a roof, etc. Yeah. What's yeah. your view as a season ticket holder? Um, when they first said that they're going to get it's not made of football. Their football stage, it's not going to be any good. But now I've sort of seen the plans in there, it sort of changed my mind to it. Now there's retractable seating and stuff, I sort of think, yeah, it could be made into a football stadium and it's probably like the best way forward. But I'd say I'm still, I'm probably 60 40 to go in now, but I've definitely sort of changed my mind because before I was 100 no's to stay in Upton Park, so okay. you know I mean, I've definitely changed my mind. And so when you say you've seen the plans, are you a member of the SAB as well, or are you? No, I've just been told by a uh, bloke who a bloke who is he he sort of leaked the plans to me. Oh right, right. <laughs> we won't well, talk not, any more about not that. Not leaked them, but sort of yeah. given me an idea. What yeah, like. yeah, and I yeah. think you know it doesn't take a lot to the imagination because a lot of details have even yeah. been released by by Karen Brady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good. Okay. Well, we we look forward to the poll. You know, the, the fans will speak next next year when when they do the proper poll of you know season ticket holders and, and members yeah, so we will find out yeah. very soon what everybody thinks about this finally we talk about um question of the week for, for right. us on the podcast have you thought of a question yeah. for us sorry have you thought of a question for us um yeah yeah i thought i was asking my mate based one the other day so you ready yeah if you could change one thing about West Ham at the moment, what one thing would you change? That's a good question. 
We're not going to answer it right now. We're going to give that to all the presenters tomorrow on the podcast and, and oh. ask them that question. You, you can hear it back. So, oh. Joe, thanks for being our fan of the week. How can pe- oh. You're on Twitter, aren't you? How can people find you on Twitter if they want to follow you on Twitter? D-C-A-D-A-C-Y. Excellent. Cheers, Joe. Cheers. So that's Joe DC, our fan of the week of the week. Sean, how was your interview with Joe? Very good, yeah. I I, uh, I did it just after I got back from the SAP Christmas party, and I was caught in the uh, same train problem that you were caught in as well. So I sort of, not a bit rushed, but we did it quite late at night last night. And yeah, well, you hear what he said. He told you about his journey and everything. But we move on to his question, which is, what one thing would you change about West Ham this season? Um... um. Well, I don't know. What in general, or the just team. in general? Was it in general? Yeah, yeah one thing. Match if experience, all that sort. Of well, one one thing. He I've, just that's I've, all he said. One. You can't thing. say match experience it has to be one element of the match experience that you change. Yeah, one. I'd move the away supporters, tuck them up, move the fans around. Yeah. I think it's he meant. I think he meant on the pitch. Let's, let's assume he meant on the, on the pitch. pitch. The goalkeeper. Really? Yeah. He's I, been one of our best players recently. Recently. Um, I would probably change the fact mm. that we've lost. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. I was going to go for a more boring... thing. I was going to go for a more boring... Uh, f- put someone who can put the ball in the back of the net. I saw there was quite a few good... Comments on the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash more just podcast. We'll go there later. One of them, well, I'll I'll just say it because it's linked to this question. Uh, One of them was take Mark Noble off corners and free kicks. Keep him on penalties, but take him off corners and free kicks. That's not her. That's a good idea. I don't know who that was. I'll give him a name check later, but. Yeah. So. So, Sean, you mentioned just then you were stuck in a train problem that I was stuck in on your way home from the Sab Christmas Christmas party. Yes. So tell us how that went and, and a little update. And obviously you had the sad meeting last week as well. Yeah, so uh, for the Christmas party, um, it was just a short one-hour get-together with a, with a couple of drinks. And they brought a couple of players along. And uh, we didn't know who that was going to be. So there was about 50 of us from the sad last night. And it was Momo Diami and Ricardo Vazte. Um, and as they came in um, with one of the West Ham officials... Um, I was a sort of second group talk to him and I spent about 10 minutes talking to uh, Momo and, and Ricardo. And um, so I, I, I took the opportunity. I mean, you've probably seen I've had my picture and that's on the Facebook group, which George has just read out the address. Um, but I also got them to record a little Christmas message, which uh, you're we'll here now. We're here with um, we're here with uh, Momo Diarmi and uh, Ricardo Vazte. Momo, what, you, no, just to say Happy Christmas, really, to the podcast listeners. Hi, it's Momo Diarmi. I wish a Happy Christmas to the West Ham fans. Thanks, Ricardo. Who are they? Who are they? Just to say we're to West Ham fans, say a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Well. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year. It's from Ricardo Vaste and all the West Ham boys. So I hope you have a good one. Thank you. Oh, isn't that nice? It was nice. Isn't that nice, John? And they spent a good hour and a half speaking to all the fans. So obviously I wasn't allowed to record an interview with them, but I did ask them the questions that needed to be asked for more than just a podcast. 
So the first question, obviously, I asked Momo Diami was, when you're coming back, Momo, you know, you're injured, um, what's the problem? Um, which, what's your problem? Yeah, what's your problem? He said, um, in very good English, I'm injured. I, the tear's not as bad as we first thought, and I'll be back very soon. So I pushed him when very soon would be, and he said, beginning of January. So, um, and, and in that, Ricardo uh, butted in and said he would be back at the beginning of January. So I think they said they won't make the Norwich game, but they should be fit for the game after Norwich. So they should be fit for the moved Arsenal game is, is what they Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about that, really. I was quite looking forward to my Boxing Day trip to the Emirates. So it's definitely been moved, is it? Yeah. No, absolutely. The, the second question I asked Momo was, are you going to stay at the club? And, and he cryptically answered, uh, I, I do hope so. And I carried on to say, well, Momo, you can be, you know, if you carry on the way you're going and you stay at the club, you can be Hammer of the Year. You know, you're on good track to be Hammer of the Year. At this point, um, Ricardo Vazte started jumping up and down saying, Sean, I'm here. I am right standing here. And I said, well, Ricardo, you're, you're doing very well, but you've not been playing. Um, so, you know, half did he season. Say, did he say your name? Are you on the first he name? He did, term? Well, no, because I had a name badge on that said Sean. So he, he did he didn't know me. Is that how you knew who they were? No, no, I oh, knew who they knew were. These ones were. Did you get I, their names right? I did get their names right. You just heard I got their names oh, right. Well done. So um, yeah, they. Um, so what Ricardo said also was um, when I asked whether Momo would stay, and uh, he butted in if the chairman pays him enough money. So I don't <sighs> know. Yeah, oh, so I don't know Ricardo's whether... Ricardo's now Momo's the agent, Yeah, well, it yeah. sounded like it. I don't know oh. whether uh, Ricardo was just being a bit tongue-in-cheek. Um, well, but I don't think you should say any more, Sean. Yeah, if won't. he was, you wouldn't be able to hear what you're saying, so... Well, he, he would have said... But, you know, they spent a lot of time speaking to everyone, and they're really good guys. And, um, yeah, thanks Top for the message. Guys. And great guys. Great guys. Yeah. Top guys. So you also uh, recorded an interview at the Sab meeting with Nigel Khan. Yeah, but I just want to do a, a little bit on what I saw in the sad before Nigel gives his view. <coughs> so, <coughs> yeah, sorry, <coughs> just clearing my throat. Apologies for that. So, as you know, last Question Tuesday, there was, a, there was a sad meeting and the, the sad members were shown the plans. And you still can't say anything because you had to sign a disclosure agreement. Well, we did agreement. sign a, a non-disclosure agreement. But so let's move on. We, no, we are allowed to say... Ah. Uh, we, so it was enthusiastically received by the majority of the fans. I was sitting behind <laughs> David Gold and Tony Cotty. Um, we are allowed to say about the plans that they include full retractable seating. We are allowed to say, and there's some bridges um, between the retractable seating and, and the main stand, that fans will be uh, no more than nine metres away. We are allowed to say that there's an extended roof, so everybody will be dry and that will help create uh, an, an atmosphere as well. And capacity will be between 54,000 and 60,000, but it sounds like one of the clubs now said, confirmed the lower bit is, is the more likely. Um, but I thought Karen's presentation was very good. Um, I know Nigel's Karen, who, sorry? Karen Brady. Oh, Karen Brady. Yeah, um, she we're answered not, questions. We're not on first name terms, are we, John? We yeah, he doesn't call her Miss Brady. Well, they, uh, often people have said we're now Brady's bunch. But she answered questions for an hour Brady's and a half bitches. with some negative views. For people saying Sabs are just puppets or yes people, there was a lot of negative views and people asked some really tough questions, which, which um, Karen answered. On came David. David um, said, um, look... 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He came on and said, I was born in Green Street. I didn't want to move, but the club has to move on. And the bit he said was West Ham, on average, since its history began, is an average of fifth in the second division. So we like to think ourselves as a premiership club or top division. On average, if you look at our whole history, we've been fifth in the second division. I don't know if that's right. I took that at face value. And that's one of the reasons... I'd like to see that calculation. Well, we'll look it up. And Nigel said the same thing. I'd like some proof on that. I don't don't agree with that. Okay. So then he asked for a a poll. And I'm going to be honest on this part. So the first thing he asked is, who is unsure? He put the hands up. 11 people put their hands up. Um and said they were unsure out of the over 100. One person came to me afterwards and said, I was a no, but, or as an unsure, and I would now be yes. Then he asked, who's against it? Two people put their hand up. You're about to hear one of them in a minute on their part. Obviously, they're both um, connected to Hugh's view. Um, and, and Karen Brady had a pop of them in their Sun Diary on Saturday, and, and Nigel will, will talk about that, said, I think she said, if it wouldn't matter if the stadium was gold-plated and free, they, they still wouldn't go for it. Um, and, and finally, I must be honest, he didn't ask for a, ha- a show of hands on who agreed. So it was assumed the rest of them did. And I know Karen Brady said 111 then agreed. Well, there wasn't a whole 124 in, in not everybody went to the SAB meeting anyway. So not quite true, 111, but it was assumed that the rest of them would agree because they didn't put their hand up for, for an O or unsure. So the next part is she's agreed to a poll. There will be a poll. There will be an independent poll. Part of that will probably be the, the best Call solution Vladimir. will be all season ticket holders and all members who have at least been to one game. And then there is talk about taking everyone down to the Olympic Stadium, doing a presentation like we saw and seeing the plans there and doing a vote. And, and now the doing SAP's a doing a vote or a oh, poll. What is it, a vote? A vote. A vote. A vote. <laughs> a vote. A vote. So the <laughs> SAB now the is lights. looking at consulting the wider fan base. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many SAB members put their hand up or not. At the end of the day, it is going to go to an independent vote. And now this is probably the last thing we're going to say on it because 
let the fans decide. Let the fans decide. The plan should be out next, early next year. Right? There's a few more hurdles to go through. The plans will be out. Let the fans decide. Oh, there's so many Olympic puns, isn't there? Hurdles, and, vaults. <laughs> and let the fans then vote or poll and then let's poll see vault, where we go. Poll vault. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, this is Nigel's view. my view. This is Nigel's Listen to view. Nigel's view. Who is? Who's, from whose view? So I'm at the West Ham uh, advisory board Christmas party. We're with Nigel. Nigel, I thought I'd take the opportunity to have a little interview after last Tuesday's sad. I know that uh, there was a vote and everything, and Karen Brady said some stuff on uh, uh, Sunday or a Sun diary. I mean, what, what's your view of, you know, to balance up the view? You know, I'm pro. What's your view of the meeting? Um, well, I was one of the two that Karen outed as voting no in her diary on Saturday. From what I saw of the display, for me, it never changed my mind. If anything, it made me more determined. The, the, the move's wrong. They keep moving the goalposts, moving the goalposts, moving the goalposts. At the end of the day, the running track's still there. Everybody sitting in the upper tier, over 35,000, so the, the entire capacity of Upton Park will be sitting the wrong side of a running track. If you've got temporary seats on that or retractable seating, the running track's still sitting underneath it. Still not for me. And what, what about um, you weren't swayed by uh, David's gold sort of passionate plea talking about fifth, fifth, average of fifth in the second division? Did that, that not sway you? No, the average of the fifth, what you've got to look at back in West Ham's history is that um, we were Southern League till 1919. We were then uh, elected in Division 2, promoted in 23, relegated late 80s, sat still, you got the war, promoted 58. You look at our history from 58. We've had five relegations since 1958. The longest period we spent relegated was the three years from 78 to 81. It's a, it's a good story to tell, and it's, it's, it's propaganda. We're, oh, we're averaging fifth in Division 2. Let's look at it in our last 50 years, what our average is. I don't know what it is. I've not worked it out, but it ain't fifth in Division 2. So, uh, obviously then there was uh, Tony Cotty, West Ham legend. You can't go against Tony, can you? Tony changes his mood as the wind blows. He said in the Newham Recorder that, was, that came out last Wednesday that if there was a running track between the fans and the pitch, he would not support it. The running track is still there between the upper tier. Over 35,000 fans will be sitting upper tier. The majority of the crowd will be sitting upper tier. Between the majority of the crowd, the running track is still there. OK, so finally, you've got to be pleased that, you know, Hughes Hugh did succeed in getting an independent poll. This is what you've always asked for. Karen Brady's agreed to it. It's been confirmed. She said it in the press. That's some small victory, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'd like to think it is. Karen, in a meeting with six members of Who's View and one other person, wouldn't even use the word poll. She said she didn't like that word. Now we've got her to say, yes, she'll poll. I'm hoping it will be independent. They've not definitively said yes or no on that. So I think the pressure from Who's View did contribute to the fact that they were going to have a poll. Is it going to be a fair poll? Well, we'll wait and see. At the moment, the club have only given their side of the story. 111, apparently, voted in favour there, but they only heard one side of the story. There was no negativity about the move, even though the move's changed from us owning. We were getting revenue after revenue. We're not getting revenue after revenue. It's payout, payout, payout. So, anyway, 
Um, I guess we'll wait until the plan's released. Uh, we're going to do an Olympic stadium special, which I think you've agreed to take part, and the other person who voted no has also agreed to take part, and we look forward to that debate going forward. Thanks, Nigel. No, you're welcome, Sean. Thanks for the opportunity. So that's Nigel Khan, uh, Sean. Yeah, and... Uh, Thanks and, for doing the interview. And John, I'm sure, agrees with a lot of what Nigel says in that. I haven't that. listened to that yet. And I've, yeah, you I've, don't need to, because I know you would agree. I've got a hell of a lot, but I, I don't see any point in talking about it at the moment. Wait until no, it's, it's all disclosed and we can talk yeah. about it Coming directly. up from more than just podcast is an Olympic Stadium special. So if you like listening to the debates about the Olympic Stadium... You can just download that and it will just be like your best podcast ever. You probably won't. Get I'm not going to listen to it now. I, mean, it it's I, say, I don't think there's much point in debating no. and talking no, greatly until the, about it. We will we can all next talk about, talk about it, it when, the fan, when the plans come out. That's when we talk about it okay. next. Yeah. Sure, number six on the running order is a bit of exciting news yeah. that's happening this Who weekend. Who wants to oh, reveal? You, you can do it because I'm sure you'll be a lot more enthusiastic than yeah. me as you keep mentioning. So... Uh, so I've had the excitement of meeting Momo Diami and Vicardo Vazte, and today... Vicardo. Ricardo. Gordon Vic. <clears throat> and I've, I've cleared my throat again. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat today. Ribbit. Ribbit. So uh, I got a call from, funny enough, another SAB member who has uh, listens to the podcast and has provided a match report uh, last season. Do you want to give him a name check? Twist and shout, Ben. Ben, Ben. And he uh, direct messaged me this morning and said, uh, I know you went, you and John went on Soccer AM in the audience last year, but I've just got um, invited to do uh, Fans of the Week for Soccer AM um, and the Luther Blissett's fans. Would you like to come? Yes, 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 is what I replied and immediately rung up George and said, George, what are you doing on Saturday? Do you fancy coming on Soccer AM? And which John George answered. Oh, you wait, sorry, you wait for me to answer. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that sounds all right. Uh, Reese couldn't because he's playing football. And he supports Chelsea. <laughs> he supports Chelsea. We did ask John, um, but... I was doing my hair, I think. Yeah. So we're taking uh, Sandra. Sandra, a.k.a. Stephen, who has been on the podcast a couple of times. He's at university. He's a u- university boy. But he is an ex-West Ham season ticket. He did have a West Ham yeah. season ticket before he went to uni, and he's so, coming on Saturday. So, so watch out for us. Uh, Sky Sports 1, nine, um, 10 o'clock, sorry. Yeah. Sky Sports 1, isn't it on Sky 1 now? Or it might be on Sky Sports 2. But yes, it's on Sky, on one, Sky as well. one. It's on Sky. Yeah, it's on Sky, Sky somewhere. Yeah. Just put Sky on, you'll find uh, it. And yeah, you see us come on, and we'll be wearing our. Um, and everybody, kit. please, please, everybody, please watch Sean <laughs> try and take a penalty. It's going to be the most hilarious you know part of this year. Yeah, just just put it on record, <laughs> and then you can press that play, play button and do it in slow mo as you watch his chunky you know body. Whenever you feel down, <laughs> you will laugh. If I get the first uh, penalty so in and it funny. goes straight in there, you will I eat am, your words. I there. am going to laugh myself silly. Yeah. I tell you. Silky ball skills are not my forte. Well, depends who you ask, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Soccer AM on Saturday. See us there. And the nice people at Sky are then getting a cab and taking us straight to the game so we can watch the Everton game. So if you see us in our kits... well, yeah, We I'm are going to change. I'll are we going to go in our kits? No, I'm not going to go in my full full kit. I'll probably put a pair of jeans You've on. You've keep your shorts and, and socks on, son. You're going to look <laughs> lovely. Yeah, we could it's do that. Be but they might ask us to play. If I get a penalty and they might go, Sean, you're on. 
We're a bit short. We're injured. Maybe you can come on for a little while. You look short and injured. Why don't you get on? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's got silky balls. Yeah. Uh, Sean, it's time for this. Yeah, have you redone the jingle? No. Oh. Not yet. You're gonna gonna, play are, are you going to say, I should change the jingle, though? No, I, I, I'll just say that every week as well now. I'll just do it now, look. Okay. There you go. Changed it. Easy as that, isn't it? <laughs> hey, silky. Twitter questions. Really, silky. Amateur. Really improved it. Amateur. It's really improved it. Ooh. All that being our favourite jingle. Um, so, Sean, what did you put on the Facebook group today? I asked a couple of questions. I asked one yesterday because we were planning to podcast yesterday. And I asked one today. So, you put... Yesterday, you put, do West Ham suffer from more injuries than other teams? And if so, why? Dave Rose says, no, we only care about West Ham, so it seems like it's only us. And then he had a bit of a debate with Steve Dibbs, which is a bit of a long one to read out. And then Peter Hauliston Hooley said, ha ha, you sad hammers, Geordies are the pride of England. I don't know why he likes our Facebook group. <laughs> I don't know, we've got a Geordie on our Facebook group, haven't we? Uh, Sean, you said in the past the players have blamed Chadwell Heath. It's thought the pitch is a bit suspect. Yeah, well, we do. I think Chadwell Heath does need to be replaced. I think we all agree, don't we? Daniel we Stone need. says, I think it might have something to do when you if, that we buy our players from Lidl. You wouldn't get these injuries from players purchased from Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and then Tobron said, I'd just go for the players from Audi, to be honest. Yeah, I like Audi. Car or the, the supermarket? Hmm. I can't imagine you ever going in Audi, Sean. Really? Yeah. Okay, little as well, actually. Do you really? Does the wife know? So Sean also asked our question. I bet she don't. That we had from the fan of the week, which was, what one thing would you change about West Ham this season? Tom Ad- Tom Underwood said, I would get a proven goal scorer. Agreed. Scott George Smallman said, I would invest in Chadwell Heath and find out why we keep developing those training ground injuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean said, I would move to a bigger stadium two miles up the road, winky face. <laughs> You're such a tosser. You Neville, really are. <laughs> Neville Hyde said, as much as I love my... Neville Hyde was the man I was talking about <laughs> earlier. such a tosser. You really... <laughs> Neville Hyde was the man I was talking about earlier who made the comment about taking Mark Noble off free kicks and corners and putting him on penalties. <laughs> that was uh, good. Michael Johnson said, agree with you, Neville. We need Jarvis, te- Jarvis taking the corners or free kicks and Taylor's also. He floats them in, doesn't he? Oh, so does Sean with his silky balls. Yeah, yeah. We, you'll see on Saturday. Uh, Terry Bonds <laughs> says, oh, I would hypnotise Big Sam to get him to stop playing Tomkins in midfield. So that is our Facebook question yeah. time. I don't know. Did we have anything on Twitter? I didn't see. We didn't. Tweet. No, well, I don't think so. You could check, but I'm I'm not logged in. I'll check. Shall talk, I just do a West Ham round, Loney roundup that I looked up? So I don't know if you've been following what the uh, the Loney boys have been doing, but Rob Hall came on on the 56th minute for Birmingham, and he did quite well because uh, they were, I think, 1-0 down against Palace at the time. Um, and they drew 2-2, and it was uh, Robert Hall's 88th-minute corner that was headed in by former Hammers midfielder Papa Diop, who uh, got them the equaliser. Ravel Morrison, though, is not doing so well. He was an unused substitute, so he's not getting a game. But funny enough, Danny Gabadon. Do you remember Danny? He's playing for Crystal Palace, and he came on as second-half substitute. Did you know he'd gone to Palace? Danny Gabadon. Stephen Henderson. He's back to his old tricks. After them winning a few games, he leaked another two goals at Ipswich. Um, So an an ex-hammer 
another friend of John's, Nigel Rea Coker, was an unused substitute for Ipswich, so he's now at Ipswich. Is he? Yeah. Nice. Dan Potts. Uh, I thought Dan would be doing well, but um, he was taken off at half-time. I don't know why, but he was taken at half-time at Colchester United. They lost 1-0. Sorry, were you just talking about Danny Gabaldon and Nigel Rio Coca? Yeah. I thought this was a loan round. It is, not an but I was just adding. All right, well, just I'll do loans that. quickly. Yeah. Uh, so Dan Potts was taken off at half-time. Okay, um, what Nigel Rio Coca's doing. And they lost against AFC um, Bournemouth. Uh, Blair was an unused substitute for Bradford City. Blair who, sorry? I heard him say Turgut. Oh, well done. Yeah, there you go. Paul McCallum, I think we said before, he's missed out his fourth game because he did get a three-match ban. They didn't appeal it. So AFC Wimbledon, Paul McCallum, four matches in, and uh, he got sent off. He's done his three-match ban, and hopefully he will slot into the next game. So there you go. Roundy. The while you're looking at Twitter. Does it, well, I don't understand Nothing on Twitter. loans. Sorry. All these loan moves. Yeah. If you if you're gonna loan these players out, especially the likes of like Morrison, yeah. Surely it should be a case of you got them, you play them. Well, That's can you really idea, say that? I know that some people have said that, like Man City, etc. But can you really say, I want you to pay the, the players' wages, all of them or half of them, or whatever it happens to be, and you must play them? How would you feel if the, we were loaning someone and we were told, you must play Andy Carroll every single week? How would you feel about that, John? I would think we would. I'm sure we really? would. Well, if Andy Carroll... I just think it's wrong. You can't... That's under... Uh, you know. The whole purpose of sending... I know they do, but the I, whole I think it's The sending these kids out on loan is I for agree. them to get experience and playing at a, 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 a competitive level. But it undermines the manager, doesn't it? Undermines yeah, the manager to they say don't, they don't loan, they don't bring in the loan players. It's part of the loan player system. That's the I whole idea. It's a difficult one. I I don't like the idea of undermining the manager and say he must play. Trying to bring them on for half here, half there, and then them well, not, that's might, maybe, not taking you know their what? opportunity. That's maybe what's happening with Dan Potts. Maybe da- the, the deal is Dan Potts leads to play at least half a game. He wasn't very good, and they took him off at halftime. Or he may have been injured. I yeah, don't know. He, he, he might be a player that needs to play two or three games on the run to get himself sorted and get find but his it is, feet. But it's strange that Ravel Morrison's not getting a game. Blair okay, Turker is not, not sure getting about a game. Morrison. You know, I would expect all of those guys. Issues. Even Rob Paul, why did he only come on the 56th minute? We think he's pretty special, but Birmingham obviously don't. Yeah. And what makes, and you, the championship. What, what makes you think he turned the game by putting a corner in? He did. It says it here on my notes. Oh, that's all right then. The, must, the must, other guy coming be. in is this new wonder kid from Ireland, Sean Maguire, 18-year-old oh, wonder kid, uh, Irish schoolboy. And um, what did Must he do? Played for Waterfield, which is Irish First Division. Wa- Waterford. Waterford, even. Scored a goal um, in the under-18 schoolboys. I don't know if you can get over-18 schoolboys. <laughs> uh, and he looks pretty special. But he, we've, he signed a two-and-a-half-year deal with West Ham. And we'll see. Will, will he be another Freddie Sears? Or will he be a, a Tony Cotton? That's good. Is that special? We'll give him two-and-a-half years. Yeah. <laughs> He's only 18, John. <laughs> Give him a break, mate. He, he built, he's that special. He, he, he's obviously a prospect. He yeah. looks pretty special. But he look, you said he looks pretty special when the only leagues he's played in is in the Irish League and in the Irish Schoolboy League. So. Well, he's going to go straight into the development squad. So we'll see. Let's hope he does. And let's yeah, hope all he, the best. He, 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 he'll probably still so get Piccione's uh, um, place anyway. He'll still be war- sitting when on the bench. He, when does his contract expire? He's a, a, in this, this summer, so at the end of this this season he's off but I don't know if you heard but there was another bit where he said he needs a challenge did you see this Who? it was in the paper Freddie Piggy yeah Piggy Owen was going I need a new challenge oh right so you've been earning 30 
£8,000 a week sitting on the bench for the last year and you haven't piped up. Now your contract's about to end this summer. Suddenly you talk to the papers and say, I need a new challenge. Am I being sceptical? But he's earned another £2 million sitting on the bench in the meantime. That's a pretty good job, isn't it? Can I get one of those jobs? (laughs) You'd be good at it. I would. (laughs) So... I think Prediction. we're almost there. Predictions for four games over the Christmas period. Well, three or now. Three now. We'll take three Arsenal now. out. So we've got Everton on Saturday. What's our predictions for that? Draw. Everton. Score. 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, sure. I'm going to go for a 1-0 win, Mark Noble penalty. I'll go for a 2-1 win. Uh, Arsenal's postponed. Reading away, 28th. Ooh. Reading away, is it? Yeah. I thought it was at home. You no, know what I'd away. like? I would really like to smash them. smash them. They've done us a few Let's times. Let's do them 6-0. I'd like sure. some, I'd like someone halfway through the game to stop, pull their socks up, and then in their butt, Kebby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went for three nil, three nil, Carlton Cole hat trick. Uh, I'm going to go for a win there, three one, and Norwich at home, New Year's Day. New Year's Day, one nil. I'm taking the boy again to that. That's good. You come into that? Um, maybe. I don't really know what I'm doing for New Year's, so. Mm. So I will go Norwich. Where are they in the division? There above us. Above us. Above us. I will go in the for division. A Ten games. Two-one win. I'm going to go for a one-one draw. I think they're a hard team to beat. Yeah. Chrissy Hewton's got set up nicely. Um, what are they like away from home, though? Don't know what they're. No, maybe really. I this is not the Norwich podcast. I, I, though, so. <laughs> I, I will tell you as well. I think you've done us a favour. I know you're disappointed because you were going to go to Arsenal away. But, you know, there's a four games over the Christmas period. And we've I got think, Man United in the I, Cup. And, and the one thing I didn't say is when I talked to my mate... tickets for Man United in the Cup? Yeah, I did. Ricardo and uh, Momo said, you know, it'll be a good result because the boys can rest a bit more. And, and those guys will be back, you know. Vazte and Momo will be back for Arsenal because it's been postponed to the 26th of Jan, hasn't it? Or the, twen- or the Saturday after that. So yeah. it's either Wednesday night... At 7.45, yeah, or the Saturday, did depending you, on FA Cup results. Did you uh, go for tickets for Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, you I got, got my tickets, yeah. I, was, I am disappointed. Yeah. I was so on the Man U game, by the way, that's the 6th of Jan, isn't it? Oh, we need to do Man U then, because we're, we're about to say that we won't probably meet... OK, predictions for the Man United game in the Cup, John? 3-0. Yeah, come on. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go for a bit more conservative 1-0 I'm win. going for 4-0 again because we always oh, beat them in the it's cup. snowed that night so it we're in brilliant. we're in East Stand Upper aren't we um, I don't know you bet next, the tickets well I did send you the confirmation did you not read no, it probably not no um, yeah we're in East Stand Upper not far away from the Man U fans because they're taking over the whole of the Trebrooking lower and upper so we further to them than the no we're, we're closer to them in the upper aren't we? Oh, are we closer to them or the Bobby, um, the Bobby Moore no, we're closer to them. We're right in the corner, right by the way, fans. So uh, that's it from us for 2012. Thank you yeah. for listening again to Mondra's podcast. 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 Uh, we weren't sure if we were going to carry on this season, but we did. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. staying with us. If you are a regular listener, yeah. uh, have a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year from me, George. Yeah, yeah George. no, happy merry, merry Christmas, merry Christmas, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Did so I say happy Christmas, merry New Year? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't. You did. Play it on the outtake on the, on the podcast. What, are you going to do an outtake special again, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and we probably be back on second week. Well, not second week of January. But I think it's about the 7th of January, isn't it? Monday, 7th of January. That's when we hope we will do our next podcast. So, uh, yeah. I just needed to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, really. That's all. Yeah. John? Yeah. 
Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. Come on, you Irons. Hi, it's Momo Diame. I wish a happy Christmas to the West Ham fans. Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year. It's from Ricardo Vaste and all the West Ham boys. So I hope you have a good one. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.